I want to ask the folks out there to please go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list. Very important. Uh, that's how we communicate with you guys. And uh, Lola's going to be doing some giveaways. We have lots of uh, other things going on through there. So please do that. Uh, Lola shares deals. You can also on HankStrange.com find Lola's deals. Also, boom, if you're looking for patches, you want to support us, you could buy these patches. Some people have been buying the patches lately, and we appreciate that. We've got two different ones to, sh um, to choose from, and they're both on HankStrange.com. There you go. And guess what? While, uh, while we're doing the patch thing, because usually Lola will throw some stickers or something cool like that in there for you guys, some extras. Guess what? The NSSF has sent me a bunch of these GunVolt stickers. Check that out there. Boom. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. So they sent me a bunch of these, and I'll share these with you guys until I run out. So if you get the Hank Strange patches, Lola will... See, look, I got a bunch of them here. Lola will send those out. And uh, there was a, a package, like I said, that came from NSSF. It says, Gun Vote, Don't Risk Your Rights uh, 2020. So yes, we support that. Of course, of course we do. Of course we do. All right, so let me do this. Let me throw everyone here in on the screen. There we go. And uh, let me press the button and get the show popping here right now. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. Uh, make sure that you guys smash the thumbs ups button, share this, ring the bell, all that kind of good stuff so you can be notified when we go live. Okay, let's see. We've got Sam Paredes joining us. Uh, we also have Richard from BWE joining us. We're going to get into all that. Of course, you guys know we start off with the jazz hands come on let's see those jazz hands guys come on sit there you go jazz hands there you go look at that there you go <laughs> um i hope you guys have your big girl panties on um it's gonna be a fun one big shout out to harry's holsters thanks to them for supporting the podcast here let me start with our friend sam paredes there he goes the mustache is on point thank you yeah yeah. Wyatt Earp and Pancho Villa, two of my heroes, man. Oh, okay. Wyatt Earp and Pancho Villa. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> very nice, very nice. Uh, Sam's joining us from California, of course. Um, you know, you're the founder of Gun Owners of California, right? Well, I'm the executive director. Uh, that, okay. Senator H.L. Richardson was the founder. Oh, okay, yeah. right, right, okay. Yeah, my bad on that one. And you're also on the board of GOA. I'm the uh, Secretary Treasurer of the Board of Gun Owners of America and Secretary Treasurer of Gun Owners Foundation, where we uh, 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 file our lawsuits. Okay, awesome, uh, very good. Thanks for joining us. We will talk. We will be talking here about what's going on uh, in California as well as other places. And speaking of other places, we've got Richard of BWE Firearms joining us. From no, I'm not. You're not joining us. I'm not joining you. Am I talking to your ghost, a specter? I'm a pigment of your imagination. <laughs> oh, a pigment. Oh, boy. <laughs> Man. Okay. So Rich is obviously... he's obviously, I'm, I'm wired. Yeah. He's on fleek, as the kids say, yeah. or something like that. He's lit, or something like that. So, Sam, I want to apologize to you in advance <laughs> for anything that comes out of Rich's mouth. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, let's just... you no apologies. Oh, no <laughs> okay, all right, cool. Shout out to everyone out there. As you guys are coming in here, smash the thumbs ups. 
Uh, we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about. I do want to remind everyone, um, you know, tomorrow night we've got uh, Pete Brownell joining us from Brownells. He'll be on the show here uh, taking questions and stuff like that. So um, that's already set up. So if you see, like, another thing, and you might want to let people know, because I think that some people are going to that other thing because we set it up in advance so everyone can go there and watch it and all that so they can be notified. So there may be some people over there, but that's what's going on with that. So that'll go on tomorrow. I usually don't uh, set those things up in advance. I do it like, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes before we do the show. So no one is prepared for that. So, yeah. This is what happens when you're organized, Sam. This is why I don't like to be organized, by the way. People... Adapt, improvise, and overcome, man. That's yeah. it. Yeah, people keep saying, oh, you should organize and do this in advance. Then no one knows because they're not ready for me to be organized. Yep. Yeah. You know, it's just like when Lola sees my stuff and then decides she's going to organize everything for me. And then I can't find anything. You know? Organized chaos. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, what's up with you guys? Sam, you know, uh, I haven't seen you here in a little while. What's been going on in California or elsewhere that, you know, you want to keep us appraised of and make sure we're, we're on top of that? Well, here in California, you know, as, as always, we're facing the onslaught from the legislature. This coming Monday is the last day of session, and they, they go away for the rest of the year and can't mm -hmm. do anything else. Pass all of their legislation and send it to the governor's office. We've got some bills here that you folks in, in free America will, will think are absolutely crazy. Um, but uh, but that's that's what they do here. They're, they're trying to make it more difficult for, for uh, youth shooting clubs, Boy Scouts, that have uh, uh, shooting programs at camps and and uh, uh, scholastics, high school shooting teams are going to have trouble uh, lending guns to to youth uh, in order to participate in the shooting sports. They won't want to be able to find um, the dealers in California uh, up to three thousand dollars if they don't cross the right T or dot the right I. Wow. Uh, and you know they, they, we've got more gun violence restraining orders bills that are that coming down the pike here. Mm -hmm. There's even a hunting bill that we've taken an interest in. I mean, you, you and I know that uh, hunting is, the Second Amendment isn't about hunting, but it is a, a, a part of the whole universe. Right. Uh, hunters are shooters, gun owners, and we want to respect and help them to, to uh, enjoy their sport and buy all the guns they want because guns can be used for hunting and they can be used for self-protection as well as recreational purposes. Mm -hmm. and there's a bill that's going to make it illegal for anybody to possess iconic African game animal trophies. So if, if your granddad went to, on safari 30 years ago and you have an elephant or a giraffe or, or a zebra or, or any of that, a lion or a leopard, mm -hmm. um, it's going to be legal for you to have that in possession. And they're going to, they're going to even offer $500 to anybody who rats on you and says, wow. I know somebody who has uh, an and and the, this whole bill about banning the importation of any of these uh, hides or trophies into California and banning the possession mm -hmm. of those that are here is all about getting the camel's nose under the tent to end trophy hunting. And they think that since they can't totally ban guns at one shot, if they get rid of a reason for people to buy guns, if, if they get rid of hunting, then people won't buy hunting guns. There'll right. be a uh, fewer... Well, they could, and they could kill a, a big part of the industry for sure, right? 
Yeah. No question about it. Yeah. Yeah. No question so, about so, it. So, okay, on the trophy it, issue. It, um, mm-hmm. So, sorry, go ahead. Wrapping up, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're hot heavy in the courts right now. And, of course, mm-hmm. in California, as well as throughout the country, we've got a, a very hot election uh, that's mm-hmm. going to be extremely important mm-hmm. uh, to not only here in the Golden State, but uh, uh, across the Fruit Plain. So, it, it's nuts. So, the, you know, with the coronavirus, everybody had to stay home for a while, and we didn't miss a beat. We yeah. we were busy like crazy trying to make sure that that gun stores and and uh, gun related businesses were considered essential businesses and could should not be set, shut down. So we worked with the federal government mm-hmm. to get that designation. That was a beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. And then we we've uh, worked with some of our partners to file lawsuits with communities that have ignored those guidelines. Yeah. So, so that helped a lot in California, right? Because I know California definitely. There were certain other parts of the country that we didn't have to worry so much that understood that the industry and lots of other industry is essential. But California, I'm sure, man, that you know. Yeah, you know, it's they all over the map. The one thing that was positive is that they did not consider members of the legislature essential. So they they left when the coronavirus started, and they didn't come back until June mm. or July. And it was yeah. a beautiful thing because they weren't figuring out ways how to how to strip more of our rights away and, mm-hmm. and tax us more and do all of the crazy things that they do. So, um, yeah, yeah. It, it's here. We've got whole segments of, of, of society that are still closed down. We have... Tens of thousands of businesses that have gone out of businesses, restaurants and and suppliers and all kinds of businesses that are out of out of work, even in states in, in I'm sorry in counties in California that have had no coronavirus deaths, mm-hmm. um, coronavirus epidemic or anything like that. So they're running roughshod over us here in California. It is it is as bad as it can be anywhere. If that is the way it is here in California. Yeah, I think. Um if we if we really had to figure out what's the worst state for guns in America, we could say safely, unfortunately, uh, California, which was like a cowboy state. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, and you were talking about in schools. I mean, there were a lot of, um, you know, people who like were very important to military efforts that learned how to shoot in schools all over the country. But also, you know, a lot of them came out of California. Yeah. If you look yep, back, yeah, that. no, that's that's really true. Um, schools, golly, uh, there are some communities throughout the state that are that are opening up the schools and allowing students to come in. Mm-hmm. The vast majority of schools are not closed in the greater LA basin and mm-hmm. and San Francisco. And with regards to training opportunities for for um, firearms training, self defense training, man, those have, have pretty well vaporized for everybody. I mean, the military, the National Guard, they're all have, having to go through enormous hoops here in California in order to be able to train, to be proficient, or to be to become proficient, mm-hmm. um, and to even for training for concealed carry weapons permits here in California, that it, the hoops you have to jump through are, are almost insurmountable for mm-hmm. most people, and and uh, yeah, it's it's nuts, it's yeah. nuts, and it, you know that's. That's why we're fighting so hard here in this state because, like I mentioned to you last time, Hank, uh, we either affect or infect the rest of the country, mm-hmm. and uh, doing a whole lot of infecting lately. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we're trying to stop things, stop things here before they spread 
across the Fluid Plain. And, and um, I mean, there are some states that are right behind us, Massachusetts mm -hmm. and, you know, parts of New sure. York. And, yeah. Jersey. And, yeah. 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 So, yeah. Um, I know, I know you go ahead. I said to those that, that have followed in our footsteps, we're sorry. We're start. We're trying to prevent uh, the disease from spreading. And I don't. I don't mean Corona. Yeah, but, uh, absolutely. Uh, I know you're. Here's how I know that you're doing a good, effective job, Sam. Every time you come on YouTube, I mean, we we have shows where we talk about all kinds of stuff. When you're on, we talk about the Second Amendment. We talk about California. We talk good things. Good things. A little bit. Maybe. Maybe we get a little sidetracked, but we we basically. Uh, stay on point and YouTube knocks it upside the head every single time. So obviously They've got your name on a couple of lists somewhere You know and every time you show up somewhere they try to suppress your message, which I think says a lot, right? Well, I would hope so um, you know, I, I'm just a, uh, You know a humble guy in California who dedicated his life to not only his faith and belief in God mm -hmm. um, but to the support of the Second Amendment, and and uh, I've had an opportunity to be on on a lot of very popular podcasts. Uh, mm -hmm. Yours being one of the 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 the, the top of, of the tops. I'm sure. And, I'm sure we're way down there, but we appreciate you coming on. No, <laughs> we do. We Thank really you. do. You're awesome. Thanks, Green. I because I asked. Oh, okay. Oh boy. Hank, I'll tell it like it is. You're on the bottom. <laughs> oh, I know. I know. Because we're fighting, that's okay. Yeah. So, you know, before, like I do, I want to get into what's happening in California, but along those, by the way, smash those thumbs up. Help us get the message out here. Right? <laughs> um, Sam, are you on social media? Because I know some, some people have been hit out there. Are, on social media, are you having any kind of issues? Are you getting hit like that? Um. Not really. Um, okay. We've been putting out our, our, our emails and our, mm -hmm. our posts, and so far they haven't, uh, um, you know, blocked us or anything yet. Mm -hmm. uh, and we've been we've been asking for help. We've been pointing out all of the, 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 the troubles we have here in the state, what's happening in Congress, and we ask people to get involved, and we ask people to spread the word, and so okay. far we have not been squelched. But okay. uh, if it, if it on. happens, let yeah, knock on wood, knock on wood. Let's see right there. If it happens, yeah. please let us know. I mean, so at least we could like try to somehow help out or get the message out. I know that John Crump, for example, got his Facebook completely deleted. Wow. You know, and he's a guy who actually uh, worked for Facebook once upon a time. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> and we did a podcast he was a about bad that. Bad boy. I, you know, we actually did a podcast with another uh, gentleman that was out in California that worked for Facebook, actually very wow. early on, and they were talking about all that kind of stuff. But this happened recently to John. We hope he gets that straightened out. But just if, if the folks out there don't know, so I just want to make sure if something happens with you, let us know so we could do our part to get the message out there. And you know, because. I think it's really important that we let people know what's what's uh, what's going on. Um, you know, go ahead. I think, uh, supporting and protecting the First Amendment is every bit as important as, as supporting and protecting the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And those people and those companies and corporations and organizations and government entities mm -hmm. that want to squelch our voice will will make it more difficult for us. But we will always be able to get the message out thanks to people like you. And and, and I'm very grateful for. 
for what you do. So thank you. Thank, thank you, Sam. Okay, so I know people want to ask about the magazine situation. Yeah. I'm absolutely going to get into that. I just want to go back for a second to the trophy thing. Um, so there, I think there, it was already illegal to get to hunt certain trophies in California, right? No, you can hunt. You can trophy hunt in California. You can get elk, deer, okay. antelope, deer. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, sheep. You, mm -hmm. you can you can trophy hunt in California, right now. Okay. But people think that trophy hunting means that you take the head and you throw the body away or anything like that. That is not mm -hmm. the way it works. They don't understand hunters and hunting if okay. they think that. But you 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 work hard to get a a beautiful example of 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 the species that you're trying to go after. Mm -hmm. So it is not illegal here in California. Okay. They have been able to make it illegal in California. They know if they try to make it illegal they will wipe out an arm of government because hunters provide all of the financial resource for all outdoor activities for for the environment and conservation and all of that kind of stuff right. and if they if they hurt hunters then they have no more money to to, to go out and do their tree hugging and their daisy snipping mm -hmm. because they don't contribute spit to the process of, of conservation and the environment they don't do any of that to protect the animals and we, we're the ones to want to have healthy herds of, of all species mm -hmm. so we can continue to hunt and, 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 and enjoy the sustenance that's provided from the hunt, uh, um, eating the animals, cooking them. Yeah, um, it's part of the natural process. If you don't, if there's certain, there's certain creatures out there, if you don't uh, keep their numbers down, they'll just wipe yeah. out everything else, right? Yeah. Hank, you hit the nail on the head. It's called carrying capacity of the land. Mm -hmm. The land can only hold X number of animals before starvation and disease starts to take place because there's so many animals competing with a finite uh, amount mm -hmm. of, of feed and cover. And yeah, land resources. And yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so managing, you know, man is here. There are some people that wish that man wasn't here so that the deer and the animal can roam and the buffalo could roam anywhere they want and all that. That's no longer an option. Yeah. Man uh, is here. We yeah, we're here. Equation. God wanted it that way. The universe, yeah. it's that way. Let's just got to deal with it. <laughs> yeah. 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 There's some people who don't need to be here. But yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. Fine. I'm leaving. <laughs> no, no. Rich, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so what was the what was the issue with, with the, were there certain trophies that were banned already or um, yes, so like more exotic animals? What was the deal there? They started with uh, trophies like the mountain lion. Mm -hmm. um, people didn't like Californians shooting mountain lions, so they, they banned mountain lion hunting, and they banned the possession of, of trophies of, of mountain lions, unless you can prove that prior to a certain date, you took that mountain lion legally. Mm -hmm. You can't prove it. You're in, in possession of contraband. And yeah, so, it, so, so certain trophies were grandfathered, but what they're trying to do now is get rid of that. So if you got a trophy from 30 years ago of something that's since been banned for you to get a trophy on, you now can't possess it, and possession of that is is a crime. Yes. Well, that's what yes, they're, that's, they're trying to make it a crime. If you, if you still don't have the... The, the tag that you used when you took that mountain lion 30 years ago from your, your grandfather, your great-grandfather, who took it, and they, they, they don't have the license and the tag the, 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 that goes to that animal, you're, you're in possession of contraband, and you could be, you could be charged with a crime. So yeah. it's a mess, man. 
we've done it to bobcats now. Mm-hmm. You know, we know that deer and elk and antelope are, and, and uh, sheep. Uh, we have a, a, a great population of Nelson bighorn sheep in California. Very few are taken, two to three are taken every year in, by hunters, uh, but they want to ban the, the, those things too. But they, they knew that they could get, they wouldn't affect so many people uh, in California if they went after the African trophies first. So they're going after the uh, the rhino, the elephant, the lion, the leopard, the cheetah, the the, the zebra, the giraffe. Um, they're going after these trophies. None of these are endangered. As a matter of fact, when this bill came up before the legislature, one of the ministers from one of the African countries, I don't remember if it was Zimbabwe or, 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 or which country, testified that by doing this, you don't understand what you're doing to the economy in Africa. Many of these rural villages exist purely mm-hmm. on the safari industry. Not only do the safari hunters pay them to be a part of their safari, they also, when they shoot their animals, mm-hmm. all of the meat for those animals go to these communities. It is their sustenance. People don't understand that one elephant can provide for a village for yeah. weeks. Yeah, it's very important for their diet, and, and they don't have, uh, it's not easy for them to go out on their own and do that, so those hunters are helping are helping them out, but whatever, they, they don't care. Yeah, about so yeah. We, we pointed out, well, what, you, what you're saying is that it's okay with you guys if there are some African uh, uh, tribes that where people die of hunger because you will not allow Californians to hunt and bring those trophies. And they say, oh, they can hunt, they just can't bring the trophies. Uh, okay, so, you know, double, double yeah. talk there. What's, you know? Yeah, yeah. What's, the, what's the motivation of the person going over there and doing that? It should be, it should be reciprocal, it should be a, a two-way street here. Yeah, okay, that Absolutely. sucks to hear that. I know the folks out there are very interested in the California Magazine ban. Um, do you want to bring us up to speed? We've talked about it, but I think you're, you'd be like the right person to fill us in on this, like, um, you know, tell us, give us a little bit of background and then tell us where we're at right now. Okay, we've got two uh, existing lawsuits that are that are taking place. First, the magazine lawsuit, which is Duncan versus Becerra, who is our attorney general. And then the, the, the one having to do with uh, um, uh, ammunition is Rody versus Becerra. And we, we did a, an amicus brief on that that we can touch on later. But mm-hmm. so... The California Rifle and Pistol Association, our partners here in California, um, funded by the National Rifle Association in part, uh, filed a lawsuit um, challenging the constitutionality of the uh, um, magazine laws we have in California. And those are that you're not allowed to to manufacture, import, um, uh, or, or, or buy uh, any magazine that holds more than 10 rounds. Mm-hmm. If you registered an assault weapon back in the early 90s that had a high-capacity, or we would call them standard-capacity mm-hmm. magazines, they are not in them LCMs, large-capacity magazines, anything over 10 rounds, if you registered your gun, those magazines were all grandfathered in. So literally, when they passed the assault weapons ban in California and they first controlled magazines, there were already millions in possession. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the legislature passed a ban, making it illegal to, to import or buy or, or to manufacture um, 
and, and they, they passed some laws that we called them the Gunmageddon laws. And then there was a Proposition 63 that was both ammunition and magazines. And it also affected, and what it said is that anybody who possesses even a grandfathered magazine was in possession of contraband and had to get rid of it. They had to turn it into the police. They had to move it out of the state. They had to sell it to a, 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 a large capacity magazine dealer, or they had to destroy it. Now, the police department didn't want people coming in with boxes of 20 and 30 and 40 round uh, 223 magazines. They did not want that to happen, so they weren't going to accept anything. You know, moving your magazine from your home to a place outside the state while you're in transit, you could get pinched, and then you'd have to go to court to prove that you were moving it out of the state in order to comply with the law. Mm -hmm. um, no large capacity magazine dealer is going to want to buy a whole bunch of used magazines when they have the ability to buy brand new ones to sell to law enforcement. Yeah, and then, so who, no and then who, they, yeah, who are they selling those to? <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. And, and so your only option was to destroy it with, with no compensation. So the lawsuit was filed uh, with uh, Judge Roger Benitez down in San Diego. He's a district, federal district judge who is a true constitutionalist, an originalist. He took on the case and, and, um, before the trial actually took place, California Rifle and Pistol Association requested an injunction that while the trial was taking place, the judge should enjoin the state from allowing the law to be in effect while the case was going on because it was so unconstitutional. So um, we wrote an amicus brief in support of that. Uh, the judge agreed. He agreed that this law is so unconstitutional that, that uh, and he wrote out an amazing treatise. You can go to our website at gunownerca.com and, and see the, 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 the ruling from Judge Benitez on, on, on um, Duncan v. Becerra on the original case. It was textbook history on the Second Amendment, historical, and he said it was illegal. So then uh, the attorney general he started having kittens. Um, he started, uh, ha had a conniption, and he demanded that the judge issue a stay on his ruling, or else he was going to go to the Ninth Circuit Court and ask for an emergency stay and not allow the injunction to force the state to ignore its own laws. Mm -hmm. So Judge Benitez, being the, the wise judge that he was, knowing that our chances were not really good at the Ninth, he said, okay, I will issue a stay. And it goes into effect one week from this Friday. And at that point, uh, the attorney general had no option to go to the to, to the ninth to get a, a, a stay. So that gave us what was called Freedom Week. That opened the window that continued to allow, to prevent the state from enforcing its magazine laws for one week. Mm -hmm. And as you all know, over a million magazines were yeah. were bought, uh, imported by by Californians for everything for yeah. Glock 17, 17 round magazines, mm -hmm. you know, uh, Breda 92s and and with their uh, 13, 14, 15 round mag. Oh, all the magazines flowed into the state of California, and then the state went into effect, mm -hmm. which meant that the laws were still in effect. No more new magazines. Everybody who bought one. Uh, during that week, even if they hadn't taken delivery yet, if you bought one during that week when you received it, all of those new magazines were legal. Okay. So um, 
the Attorney General uh, at that point uh, went to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals and uh, wanted to them to overturn the stay and to, to overturn the judge's ruling. Well, the fact of the matter is um, the Ninth, they, they created a three-judge panel, mm -hmm. and it had to be two Republican-appointed uh, uh, attorneys um, and one a Democrat-appointed attorney. Mm -hmm. And two to one, they ruled that Judge Benitez was absolutely 100% correct on the unconstitutionality of the ammunition laws of the state of California, of the magazine laws of the state of California. And uh, so... Uh, sorry, I think that, I'm sorry. I think that's uh, Richard. Mute, mute. Yeah. While you're, you're you're distracting, you're distracting Sam with your gun sounds. Sorry, I'm <laughs> yeah. putting magazines together. I know. I know. Just mute it so he could. You know, he's hearing all the freedom back there. He's like, "What is happening?" I am. That's music to my ears. I mean, yeah. I, I, I could be just or Richard. Uh, assembly magazines and it would be the same thing you know it, yeah. it, uh, well, <laughs> I'm sorry go ahead anyway, I interrupted you yeah that's okay the three judge panel ruled that, that, that Judge Benitez was correct and that his stay of the laws was was a correct action now when Judge Benitez issued his stay he said that this stay will stay in place until the appeal by the Attorney General is completed mm -hmm. now just because the Ninth Circuit, the three-judge panel, gave us a positive ruling doesn't mean that the appeal has been completed, I am told, by all of our legal attorneys, our experts, okay. those people that have been doing the job That's for the us. reason why – that's the reason – I'm sorry, that, but that's the reason why. So a lot of people in California were ordering recently when, when this got – when it came out, it was defeated. People were ordering, and there were companies, I believe, that took orders, and I don't know if some of them probably shipped. But a lot of companies said, we'll take the orders, but we won't ship until this all gets sorted, right? That's correct. Okay. There were a couple that uh, I understand shipped, but they even they subsequently sent notices to those people saying, please do not accept this shipment or return it to us. Okay. Because what happened is everybody jumped the gun. Everybody got really excited. And we had every reason in the world to be excited because it was a huge victory. For sure. But we had to take the entire lawsuit, the whole case uh, into in perspective. And, and, and it goes back to the, the original state from Judge Benitez. So we're trying to contact yeah. mm -hmm. to see if what he meant was the three-judge panel, if that suffices to meet mm -hmm. the, the, the order that he had, or um, if he has to wait for the attorney general to either ask for an embank uh, hearing, which is 11 judges from the ninth will set aside the ruling of the three-judge panel, and they will try the case all over again, oh, uh, try yeah. on the injunction, or the Attorney General can go to the United States Supreme Court for, at this point. Uh, which, if they take it. If he does, that'd yeah. be a beautiful thing. Yeah. That'd be a beautiful thing. So you think it'll be so good, you, you think it'll be good if they go to the Supreme Court, right? Well, if they go to the Supreme Court, given what the Supreme Court has been doing on 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 Second Amendment cases, mm -hmm. if the Supreme Court does grant certiorari on this appeal by the Attorney General, that means that the ruling here in California is valid. Oh, it, so it it's is, everything stands because they refuse to take it. That's I right. see. So okay, so that'll be good. Forever, 
here in California. Magazines mm -hmm. will flow. They'll yeah. fall out of the sky with feathers and wings, and, and we will all <laughs> avail ourselves of all of those wonderful <laughs> things that, that Richard is so good at uh, assembling, you know, and, and, and make me jealous to no extent. Yes. But, but he just, he just he positioned those machine guns. <laughs> he positioned those machine guns to tease you. <laughs> He's still doing oh, it. That's Rich, Rich is still, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That looks like that might fit my Thompson. Oh. But probably. <laughs> so, um, so, okay, so it'll be a good thing. Um, I know that, was it, was, is it true that the Attorney General in California said that they would prosecute anyone that got their hands on those magazines? We, we, um, I have not, I'll be honest with you, I have not actually seen that. Okay. I know without seeing that, mm -hmm. that that would be the attitude that he would have, that okay. he would prosecute anybody they could find. How they go about finding them yeah. is a mystery to me. Yeah. I mean... Um, well, we had weird the, the, stuff. Like, there were people who bought during Freedom Week that, if you remember, there were stories of cops, like guys who had magazines during Freedom Week. Cops are threatening to arrest them or trying to take magazines and things like that, right? We've had those issues there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There were some people that, that, that enjoyed their freedom so much that they wanted to talk about it on, on social media. <laughs> and that gave law enforcement plenty of opportunities to go and investigate these people and, and to see if they actually complied with the law and mm -hmm. all of that kind of good stuff. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, when people are free, be free, be free. You know, you don't need to brag about it because those people that want to take your freedoms away will come over and, and, and find out why you're so happy mm -hmm. and, and cause you but, but, but trouble. But um, so we're asking everybody, please be patient. We've gotten everybody this far. You know, people say, wow, you guys, you know, you don't know. You, you, you get a victory and you're you're not taking advantage of it. Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, folks, we have spent CRPA, National Rifle Association, Gun Owners of California and a whole bunch of other organizations have spent hundreds of thousands of dollars and probably well into the millions on this case to get us this far. Mm -hmm. And we will drag it across the finish line. Mm -hmm. But you guys are out there saying, oh, we're going to order our magazines. All I can tell you is we're spending all of our money on, on winning that lawsuit, and we're not going to have the resources to bail you out of out of out of jail when, when you get tense because you you know you went on social media and said that you received your shipment of of uh, you know twenty fifteen round magazines for your Glock nineteen during this right, right. after Benitez. Yeah, and, the, so, and they'll be um, happy to make an example of you in California. Um, so Kathleen Music Lover says there was someone a lawyer who said that he had to respond by the 28th or lose. Um, is there a deadline like of the 28th? Or if not, what's the timing that we're looking here for all of this to get sorted out? You know, just knowing that there are people out there who are impatient. What kind of time sure. window are we looking at? Um, Hank, the court has uh, deadlines that are kind of like the pirate's code. It's more of a guideline than a than <laughs> <laughs> oh. So Oh boy. The court <laughs> parlay, parlay. Yes. Yeah. They're parlay. Parlay. Yeah, they're, yeah. They, they're free to ignore those those uh, uh, um, suggestions mm -hmm. for, for deadlines and stuff right. like that. Right. So no. Um, the, the Judge Benitez's ruling stays in place uh, until he lifts it. And this is the kicker that mm -hmm. most people don't understand. Mm -hmm. The actual trial on the case 
hasn't even taken place in Judge Benitez's courtroom. This is all about the request for an injunction mm. preventing the state from imposing the, the magazine laws because they are so unconstitutional while the trial takes case, up, up until the time that the trial takes place. Mm -hmm. It hasn't taken place yet. So, oh. folks, keep, okay. your, keep your knickers on. Mm -hmm. Hang on. Uh, we we will continue to fight this. Yeah. We more so than a possible anybody. thing that could happen here, which I think is what you just said, is that they could decide to actually go and have this whole trial, and then that has like that's going to take. Well, then that starts another. That yeah. will start another appeal process because we mm -hmm. already know how judgment is going to rule. Mm -hmm. He tipped his hat on ruling on on the injunction. Mm -hmm. If he rules that way, the Attorney General is going to be able to appeal it to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Mm -hmm. They will issue it to a three panel. They will hear the case. They will make a ruling on that case. And then depending on what that ruling is, either if we don't like it, we're going to ask for an en banc panel. If they don't like it, they're going to ask for an en banc panel. And, um, or the court itself, a majority of the sitting judges on the, on the Ninth Circuit can, uh, what's called sua sponte, they can ask for their own 11-judge uh, panel, even if we don't want one. Mm -hmm. Even if either side don't want one, they can ask for a, a for an 11-judge panel to to be com convened in order to rehear this case. Okay. And then the ultimate ultimate is going to the Supreme Court. So we still have a ways to go. We're we're at some exciting stages in this lawsuit, mm -hmm. uh, but we don't want anybody to get in trouble. Um, you know, the businesses once they they talked to the attorneys and everybody took a look at what the hard position is. Everybody said, oh, ho, ho, ho. none of us want to get in trouble here. Yeah. Everybody's anxious, mm -hmm. but he's cocked and locked. But we just have to wait for our legal teams uh, to, to do their job. And yeah. and um, and we want to we need to continue to support our legal teams because they have to eat. They have to drink. They have to go to the bathroom. They have to you know send their kids to school. Uh, mm -hmm. And it takes money to do that. So that's. That's the, the stage that we are in right now in order to continue this fight. Okay. All right. Very good. Um, I, this is the this is law. This is law. You know, this is how these things work. So yeah, it's uh, it's aggravating, but you know, um, uh, Rich, did you have a question here? Did you want to make a comment? I don't know if you're still muted or not. No, I'm not muted. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Did you want to jump in here before I go to something else or ask another question? No, you know, we can go to something else. I'm I'm just, you know, I'm just getting magazines ready to ship. Oh, <laughs> not to California, though. <laughs> not to California, not yet. We want to make you rich. We want you to be able to, to ship those magazines to California, although they apparently go to firearms that we are not blessed to be able to own yeah. in California. But I'm sure you have some that, that can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you uh, send a lot of stuff to Cali? Rich? Yeah, actually, I do a, a fair amount. Okay. You know, and I, I've talked to ATF, and I've talked to the state of Florida, and they've both said, it's legal here. Do what the hell you want. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, listen, there's a lot of these attorney generals now that are trying to sue, you know, people getting involved in things, right? Look at the New York attorney general with the NRA situation mm -hmm. right and she's going after other people and stuff like that so when people have political aspirations 
You know, who knows what they would do. I'd hate to see you get caught up in that. And I think that's what a lot of these other companies are worried about, right? They don't want to have to drop all that money on lawyers now to have to go to court because someone from out of state is trying to go after them. Hank, you're, you're absolutely correct. They have a choice to make. We know that there is a huge pent-up market in California. Do we want to spend the money on building capacity so that when that dam breaks, and it will break, we can feed that and we can prosper and, and make Californians happy? Or do we want to have to spend that money to, to feed and pay for uh, attorneys to defend us? Um, and, and, and the time frame will be the same either way. So yeah. the water companies are going to say, hey, um, we know it's going to happen sooner or later. When it does, we're going to be prepared to, to, to fill that, that gap and, and let the magazines flow to California. Um, and we're happy to make manus, magazine manufacturers filthy rich throughout the world and, and buy anything that they can sell us that holds more than 10 rounds. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so yeah. we'd be happy to do that. And the Golden State will transfer some of that gold to all of you manufacturers manufacturers and that'd be okay yes uh let me get a couple of comments in here james yep. miller gave us five bucks he says hank when this is all over i'd love to see a program where people from free states can donate a mag to a good home at cali <laughs> <laughs> oh man like sponsor That's a mag a <laughs> hank if you and i put that deal together man a hundred percent we're in yes that, that would be very yes remind me let me know if you want to do it i'm down well, well, you know, we'll help. we'll get some mags out there to people. I'm sure we can get some yeah. companies to help us out with that, uh, as well as the folks out there. Um, Elfsters Rifles and Reloading has this comment. He said, smash that thumbs up, my friend. Keep the freedom push going. Sam, I'd give you a big kiss on the forehead if I was there in California. Um, and then he's got the, I don't know what we call this. It's like the one eyebrow up emoji. says, I only go to such extremes uh, for those that fight for freedom. Oh, so there you well, go. I'm going to I'm going to keep washing my forehead in oh, anticipation boy. of getting that kiss. <laughs> <day>. OK, <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know if I want to be there, but sounds good. Have you ever met Elster's <laughs> Rifles and Reloading? Just the forehead. Yeah, just, just the, forehead. the forehead. Yeah, forehead. Yeah, just the forehead. That's all that's all that's available right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. You've, have you ever met Elster's? Have you ever met Todd? I don't know if you have or not. No. Yeah. Okay. Um, and uh, Jen Champ Jr. says, I have a few I could donate. There you go. Awesome. Yeah. Let's get all this worked out, and then uh, we'll see. We'll see what we can do with that. We'll, we'll make something happen. Um, you know, food for the magazine bank. How cool is that? Right. You know, <laughs> yeah. Help the needy. Yeah. Help the magazine poor here in California. We right. would... We would... Yeah. We It'd would be love cool. Them. Then they the people get love. the magazines, and they make a look. Here's your magazine. You know, here's your, yeah, here's your magazine playing in a nice little AK, having fun, <laughs> working. <laughs> uh, the wake, motorboater says it's the wake emoji, so there you go, the wake emoji. I use it all the time. I don't know what the hell it's called. You know, um, I call it the skeptical face, usually. You know, so I don't know what people use the emojis for, but yes, okay, there you go. You're right, the wink emoji. Thank you, motorboater. Um... Let's see. Uh, Kermit loves bacon. Says Connecticut will be uh, will still be stuck with ten round limit after California gets freedom. 
Oh man, uh, you know, I don't know if there's is there is there a similar push in Connecticut going to fight the magazine ban there? Do you know anything about that? Um, there, we we're hearing um, that is one of the lawsuits that that is in line, mm-hmm. and what's going to happen is that if we get a good ruling from the ninth, and we get a bad ruling from the wherever Connecticut, the second or the first, I'm not sure which one it is. Mm-hmm. Um, then you have circuit courts that are uh, at odds with each other. That improves the chances for this case to be accepted by the attorney, by the Supreme Court. And if they rule um, uh, in support of the Second Amendment, that, that will not only be good for California and the ninth, which is Hawaii, uh, Alaska, Washington, Oregon, Nevada, um, and Arizona, um, it, it's not only good for them, but it'll be the law of the land across the nation. And most importantly, Hank, if the Supreme Court takes any gun case and in their ruling on whatever the issue is, whether it's magazines, ammunition, um, uh, 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 assault weapons, or, or whatever those are, um, and or whatever the issue is, carry, uh, concealed carry, open carry, whatever the case is, We've asked and will continue to ask the Supreme Court to rule on the level of scrutiny that they will direct all lower court judges, whether it's a appellate court or a district court, on what level of scrutiny they can use on, on, on Second Amendment cases. And we already have two judges that have said the only level of scrutiny that applies is not rational basis, not intermediate scrutiny, not even strict scrutiny. But the text, history, and tradition of the meaning of the words at the founding, when the Constitution was written and the Bill of Rights was written, what did shall not be infringed mean then? Not one hour later, Uh but at that point. Mm -hmm. And if they rule on that, we we will win across from shore to shore on all of the, the crazy yeah. gun control. Because shall not be infringed, uh, which is yeah. pretty it's pretty straightforward. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, pretty, a, that's yeah. a beautiful thing. That's, yeah. that's how close we are to getting total victory. Mm-hmm. Okay. Total victory. Okay, so let me get this in. Gray Wolf uh, has a comment, says, being in, Californ- in California, it's a catch-22. Fixed magazine of 20 rounds is that the argument because it's too late to register as an assault rifle. I'm not sure. Uh, well, go ahead. Yeah, if you've got a, a magazine that holds more than than uh, ten rounds, do not put it into a California compliant gun. And those people who have these guns know what those are. They've got the Thorsten stocks, or they've got the shark tail behind mm-hmm. the the, the grip, or mm-hmm. and they don't have a flash hider. They've got a, a muzzle brake. Um, they don't have a forward pistol grip. They don't have a uh, grenade. If if you have one of those California compliant guns, do not put in any magazine that holds more than ten rounds, or you are manufacturing a California assault weapon. Mm-hmm. Now, if you have a uh, a gun that is um, uh, featureless, that is that is considered featureless, you can use your uh, uh, twenty and thirty round magazines. Mm-hmm. But we're talking different guns and now it's it's not your ak platform or your ar platform but you're talking yeah it's something completely different yeah it's guns built for people that drink their own pee basically 
<laughs> okay, all right. That was a little off the reservation. <laughs> uh, Kermit Loves Bacon says, Hank, uh, how will this case help other limited states? I think you touched on this, but maybe if we could just do it more specifically. How does this help other states? Well, first of all, um, this ruling will apply not only in California, but the entire Ninth Circuit, which is, I think it's 14 Western states are all part of the Ninth Circuit. Um, and what it does is it, it starts to create this, this situation where you have one appellate court that has one ruling, and you have another appellate court that has a directly opposed ruling, and it creates the kind of friction that the Supreme Court is charged to resolve. But more importantly, as some of these cases go into some of these appellate courts where this issue has not been considered yet, they're going to take a look at what has happened in California and hopefully uh, make their rulings based on the, 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 the results of California. So absolutely it can influence those that are considering cases. And when there are opposing views from different appellate courts, that is what the Supreme Court their number one task is to to resolve uh, issues that are where where appellate courts are at odds with each other. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully uh, they they see that it didn't work out um, in other places. So you know, I mean, I don't know if that's going to stop them, but definitely they'll won't go that route necessarily. Um, right. Yeah. If Sam, if I can get you to just center yourself a little bit. There you go. Okay, awesome. Right there is good. Okay, so uh, let's see. DCG forty four says, I say we can pay. I say we pay Walter to laser engrave donated mags with a program logo. Okay. And uh, Night Train says, my next question is if donating a magazine will be recognized as a tax write-off. Okay. No, it will not <laughs> recognize as a tax write-off. Um, because we are a 414, mm -hmm. which is not tax deductible. We are a nonprofit. Um, you would have to be donating them to Gun Owners Foundation mm -hmm. uh, if you want to uh, to get a tax write-off, but mm -hmm. unfortunately, we can't uh, large capacity magazines to pay attorneys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> they, they only accept the coin of the realm. Yeah, and at this yeah. point, magazines are not uh, equal to yeah. gold and silver. And yeah, paper. coin of the realm is the coin of the realm. <laughs> it de it depends on the attorney too. I know a couple of attorneys that'll take product. Yeah, wow, well, that's <laughs> true. true. That's a beautiful thing. We're, we're gonna have to. Yeah. Uh, make sure we know who those guys are. Yeah. <laughs> Yannick Stoner says his Caltech RDBC is featureless. That's exactly who I was talking about. <laughs> right. That's the whole selling point. Featureless, yeah. Featureless, you can put in a uh, a large capacity, a, a, any, a magazine that holds more than 10 rounds, mm -hmm. and you are not in violation of California law. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see what else we got going on here. Uh, okay, so I think that's pretty much it. Um, let's see. Um, I want to go to something else that was that uh, I see this in the truth about guns. Unless you, you've got some other stuff about California, but this is in the truth about guns. It says Bloomberg's every town and four cities sue ATF over ghost gun regulation. Goes on, four cities have sued the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms over the legal sales of so-called ghost gun kits. The federal lawsuit was filed in the Southern District of New York by the cities of Chicago, Syracuse, San Jose, which is California, uh, and Columbia, South Carolina, along with Michael Bloomberg's gun control operation 
every town for gun safety. Um, the cities don't like the fact that 80% kits can be freely sold and assembled by anyone without going through an FFL uh, for a Nick's background check. Um, so are you, have you been tracking any of this kind of thing going on? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Ghost guns was a, was a term that was coined here in California by the California state legislature, just like the term assault weapons mm -hmm. was coined by the California legislature. We, we pointed out that in the history of the lexicon of warfare and military, uh, the term assault weapons was never found, not in the German manuals, uh, assault rifle, yes, but not assault weapons. That was coined in order to, 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 to demonize black guns. They did the same thing with with um, um, with this. So they're coming up with the, the, the ghost guns, trying to make them look deadly. Mm -hmm. We pointed out in, in committee that ghost guns have been built since before the foundation of the country. Mm -hmm. Since before 1776, Americans have been building ghost guns legally mm -hmm. yep, without stop. And it's still legal to do it. So they're suing because somebody is able to do something that every American has been able to do since before the country was founded. Mm -hmm. Now, they say, they, they, Hank, they, they always say, we're finding more of these ghost guns in, in, in uh, um, you know, <coughs> they're the rounding more of these things up. Mm -hmm. First of all, they don't say that they're being used in commissions of a crime because they're not. Mm -hmm. They're not. Um, they, they, so they go and they arrest somebody who is a criminal, and they go and they find that they might have three or four ghost guns, but that isn't what they arrested them for. And the ghost gun is mainly a, a self-built gun. Either you did it from an 80 percenter or you built it from scratch if you're that cool and talented. Um, I, I know Richard is. I could just see the tool work behind him. He can, he can build it. <laughs> I can build whatever you want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, good um, luck with trying to stop Richard. <laughs> That's not getting yeah. you anywhere. <laughs> and then so Hank, these these cities are trying to throw slop on the wall and see what sticks. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. the 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 unserialized, personally manufactured firearms in America are not a crime problem. They hate the fact that we have enough freedom that we can do this if we want to. Mm -hmm. That's what they hate, mm -hmm. not because they're in sort of a of a of a crime problem, mm -hmm. because. Even the whole category of long guns, ARs, AKs, Model 70 Winchester, Remington 700s, they compose such a small portion of the guns that are used in actual commissions of a crime that ghost guns would, if they even are a blip, they are such a small portion of that, mm -hmm. they are not a crime problem. They're yeah. not a crime problem. Yeah. If, if they're afraid of them, why aren't they afraid of people going out and buying diesel fuel and fertilizer? Because mm -hmm. the combination of those two can be used as a as a weapon very easily, and and has been and has killed many people nationwide. Far more people have died from a combination of diesel fuel and 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 uh, and fertilizer than have from the use of ghost guns. So yeah. it's just another straw dog that they they thrown out there in order to try to yeah. demonize guns. You could turn anything into a weapon. I mean, someone dropped yeah. off a bunch of bricks in all these protests. Yeah, you know, and and we know for a fact that people have used those. Uh, a couple of things. So let's see. Go in here. Poe Izzy says uh, California sucks except for the tacos. Boom. 
There you go. <laughs> tacos in California do not suck. I can tell you that. Yeah. I'm the taco king here. Yeah, so. there you go. Absolutely. Let me remind everyone to smash the thumbs ups out there. Don't do it for me. Don't do it for Rich. Do it for Sam's mustache because it's, <laughs> it's awesome. Kathleen Music Lover says, uh, tell Sam he has an awesome mustache. Boom, there you go. That's from Kathleen Music Lover. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You're just and, jealous, Hank. Yes, I know. I am jealous, so, you know. But With that thing on your lip, that dirt. <laughs> this is it. It's, 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 it's the beginning. It's the dream. It's the dream. <laughs> it's the 80% version. Yeah. Oh, you're so cold. You bastard. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. I'm going to get you back for that one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get you back for that one. Let's see. see if uh, you come on my goddamn show again. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, let's see. Gray Wolf says, uh-oh. Uh Speak on Fresno banning ARs. Is that uh, Fresno? Does not, the, 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 it, there have been multiple jurisdictions like San Jose and Fresno mm -hmm. are trying to ban ARs. They are. They're going to do what they're going to try to do. We have a preemption law in the state of California. It is illegal for um, cities and counties, uh, communities to ban uh, guns that are not banned by the state. So. Um, Mm -hmm. uh, we we keep here. Fresno's a, a weird place. It's mm -hmm. the city is, is is a wacko place, but the county is a pretty cool county. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's it's one of those conundrums out there. Um, haven't heard any any bigger peeps since Corona. Um, whether they're going to pursue that, uh, but who knows? We're we're watching and waiting. Yeah. Uh, and then Poe Izzy says, I think uh, a ghost gun is more expensive to make, and he's like, yes or no? What do you guys? What do you guys think about? I mean, that obviously is a separate subject from what we're talking about here. But you guys have any opinion on that? The oh uh, yeah, it's a lot more expensive to to make an eighty percent gun or a gun out of a parts kit than uh, it is to buy one off the shelf. You know, mm -hmm. I get people calling all the time. You know, I want to build a an Uzi out of a parts kit, and it's like. Good luck with that, you know. <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a oh, couple. Oh, you're going to go buy an IMI. You know? Yeah. You can buy an AR variant uh, of, of really good quality, uh, you know, in the neighborhood of 350 to $450. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're talking about it, uh, an 80% part, you're looking at an 80% part, $80 part there. Your 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 barrels, if you're going to buy a, a quality barrel that's equal to one of the yeah. not very expensive uh, ARs, you're you're going to spend a hundred bucks. That you easily spend a lot more money on an eighty percenter than you will on a on a on a, a buy. Yeah. People are doing it because okay, some people are doing it out of curiosity or just pure fun, which is totally yeah. fine. But there's a, there's people in certain states that are doing it out of necessity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. That's their only option. Yeah. That's their only option. Mm -hmm. And you, you got what you got to do. Uh, Brick says Sam looks like he wears a cowboy hat. I do. I've got five of them for different okay. occasions, including my my camouflage cowboy hat that's signed by Ted Nugent. Yeah. So uh, I see you're wearing a uh, Cryptek. You okay? Oh. Cryptek is awesome, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we um, we at, at GOC we are Cryptek only. Um, we all have all our, our everybody who volunteers for us, and and um, we get Cryptek shirts. We put put our logo on it. And uh, I, when I hunt, I'm Cryptek from my socks 
to the top of my head. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that's called coordinate. You can Absolutely. you gotta coordinate. So okay, you one thing. So I cut you off. You were talking about uh, what was it you got from uh, Nugent from the Nuge? Oh man, I have got my my camouflage cowboy hat. Oh, um, that uh, that he he signed. He's been a friend of mine for a long, 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 long time. Okay, and uh, I see him on an average about once a year, and I talk to him regularly. And last time I saw him, he uh, I said, "Oh, Ted, come on." He uh, said, "What do you want, Sam? Uh, sign my hat. Sign something." So he signed my hat. And he said, oh, okay. okay. Don't wash it. Don't put. It, don't let it go in the rain. That's right. <laughs> you can spray some stuff on it and hold it in. So, do you actually cowboy? Do you actually practice cowboyhood? Or um, well, let's see. I'm a life member of, of uh, um, the the, um, the cowboy shooting society, and mm -hmm. and and uh, I I only have Wrangler jeans. The only shoes I wear other than hunting boots are cowboy boots. Mm -hmm. um, I, as a younger man, I rode a lot more horses than I do now. Mm -hmm. And and uh, I, when I hunt in Wyoming and, and Colorado, I, I, I enjoy using horses. Um, okay. I own two lasso's, and okay. I, I have 25 acres. And one of these days, I'm going to put some more cows and get some horses and do it all over again okay. when I grow up. Yeah. Here's the question that decides everything. Are you bow-legged? Um, because <laughs> then you're official. Then we no one could argue. <laughs> Only car speaks, though. I think my grown since since uh, I've been fighting for the Second Amendment, I hadn't had enough time to be a, as much of a cowboy as I have. Right, right. Um, and so my my legs have kind of grown back together a little bit. But for there was a time there when I. Uh, my, my spurs would jingle with every step, whether I tried to allow them to or not. So. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. The answer is yes, I'm bow-legged. <laughs> All right. That's what, okay, thank you. Okay, so you're official. You're official. You're officially a cowboy, yeah. Uh, we, won't, we won't get in deep to parts that jingle. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was the Single Action Shooting Society was what I was thinking of oh, as okay. a life member. I'm jalapeno hotshot. So, uh, yeah, yeah. My number my num to shoot. So. <laughs> okay. Uh, Flying Rich says, I'm printing an AR-9 now, cheaper than a real AR-9. Uh, you know what? If you only get one shot out of it, <laughs> Flying Rich, I don't know. It's probably worse. <laughs> you know, if you I get one shot in this book. Huh? Technically, he can be correct, but I don't know. Like you said, how many shots can you get out of yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's the question right there. If it can only do one shot, it's actually more expensive. Yeah, but okay, we'll see. We'll see. Um, I You've got to refigure it and put some steel plates in it so it'll hold up better. Yeah, I know the last one he built blew up, so I don't know how many shots. <laughs> Let us know, Flying Rich, how many shots did you get out of that one? And then calculate the cost. From there, you know, and then you have to calculate the cost of, I don't know which, is he on the third or fourth one that he's printing right now? So that, you got to add that to the cost. If it, if it takes you in the developmental process, 20 yeah. of those, you know, um, let's hey, see. More, mm -hmm. Let him go. I mean, more, more power to him. If he can develop one that works, uh, the, the, that's awesome. I mean, you can do a plastic lower, but. Mm -hmm. uh, about beyond that, you can't do a plastic uh, barrel and you can't do a plastic uh, a bolt bolt carrier and and 
you know. Yeah. So you can't make plastic springs either. So yeah, exactly. And I'm not I'm not knocking it at all. I think I think it's cool that there's folks out there doing it, you know. Mm-hmm. And and hopefully the technology is coming on. And, and listen, um, I, maybe one of these days we'll get to a point where we can print up some some springs and things like that, or your printer yeah. can reinforce certain parts. Yeah, you know, with metal and all that, you know, maybe we'll get there, right? It's uh, yep. it's all part of the process. So, uh, uh, someone, go ahead. I yes, freedom. Freedom. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Motorboater oh, says, "Tell me that he has a Stetson." I have a Stetson. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have res- several resistals, uh, and a, a Cowboy Country, and I have one other one. That uh, is so old that it's it's five uh, X Beaver pelt and and I don't even remember what brand it is. Yeah, uh, it, it, I've worn it out on the inside. So. Oh okay. Yes, have a Stetson. There you go. I so love it. I guess that makes you more official now. Uh, what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say, uh, Rich? I forget. Oh, my oh you can <laughs> you can print steel receivers now. It just costs a million dollars for the well, equipment. There's that. There is that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you can do it. But. <laughs> yeah. Well, listen, that's going to come down. I don't know how many years oh, yeah. it's going to take, but the price of that's going to come down. It's going to be interesting, yeah. you know, to uh, see where this technology goes. And by the way, that's why they're trying to ban everything. But it's too late. Yeah. The genie's been out of the bottle a long time ago. Yeah. You know? So them well, trying the to ban other all thing is, mm-hmm. how do you ban it without destroying the manufacturing industry? And I'm not talking guns. I'm talking everything. Because mm-hmm. everybody yeah. is moving into uh, 3D printing prototypes. Yes. Yeah, for everything. So you can see, feel, and touch, you mm-hmm. know. Okay, that's right. You know, oh, this doesn't feel right. Doesn't look right. Change it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's so much easier than, you know, machining it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Then when they get it all ready, then they machine it or stamp it or, you know, whatever they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think if you look at it, um, and I don't know, this is probably being set up in California, Sammy could tell us, but um, there's a lot of places now that want to ban certain machines, like, or make it difficult yeah. For someone to own a machine that's not a guy that's uh, that's a you know a firearm manufacturer like Rich, no one else. Yeah. You can't have a, a a lathe. You can't have this. You can't have that without some kind of special license because they realize that it's not just the laser printers. It's anything. A drill soon is right. going to be. You can't have a drill. You can make a gun with that. Yeah, and there there's uh, I'm in a number of, you know, Facebook groups and other groups mm-hmm. of non-firearms, you know, there's some of us in there, mm-hmm. but just machinist groups, machine shop groups. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these guys are worried. I mean, people don't realize how many garage-based machine shops there are, mm-hmm. where it's a guy and his kid or something. A lot. And their shop is in their garage. They got mm-hmm. one or two machines and... You know, they've said if they pass that law, we're out of business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, and we don't even do anything with guns. Yeah, well, that's why we have to uh, be aware of everything going on here. Uh, are you seeing any of that yet, Sam? No, not yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they haven't banned lathes and mills. Um, 
there there have been some considerations in the legislature on on banning and controlling the 3D printers, but uh, they got an immediate negative response from uh, a lot of the the Silicon Valley companies and mm-hmm. high tech companies that are using 3D modeling. Um, it 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 is it like you said the genie is out of the bottle. Everybody is using them in order to do their 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 prototypes, and once they get the prototype in, they laser scan it. And they, they take that program, put it in their CNC machine, push the button. And where it might take you days mm-hmm. to 3D print a part, they throw it in the CNC and in, in 15 minutes, choom, the part's out and yeah. done and perfect. So yeah. um, they're, they're, you know, sometimes I think that they, they'd be okay with taking us back to the bug and uh, the, 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 the pony. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, horse and buggy area. Um, because, uh, you know, those of us who, who, who look to technology to advance in different areas, um, we're, we're dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. I can liken this to, to the drones, right? So I remember a couple of years ago, I was covering drone stuff and drones were getting big. Like I went to the broadcasting show and uh it, it was like going to shot show in 20, I remember, what was it? 2014, 15, something like that. I went to shot show. Everyone was making an AR. Yeah. <laughs> I got literally yeah. snow blind. There were so many ARs. So I went to the broadcasting show that everyone was making a drone. Mm-hmm. And drones, I was like, wow, this is amazing. These drones are going to, you know, everyone was thinking, man, we're going to get technology soon. This thing's just going to be able to follow you. It's going to be like a little orb. It won't make any noise. You could do this. You could do that. But then they decided, um, yeah, we're going to start making you have to have a license to have a drone. Yeah. And I they said, destroyed that yeah, industry. I was like, you know what? That's it. I'm out. And I remember I made a video about this and a lot of people got really mad at me because I was like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm not going to be involved in this. If, you know, even the industry, the drone industry was supporting government saying, oh yeah, we're going to make people have to get licenses. Mm-hmm. I was like, you guys should not do this. And yes, that's, that's, that's almost toast now. There's still drones coming out, but no one cares because there's all these pla- – like people get tickets all the time. I've seen big YouTubers yep. that do drone stuff, and they get hit uh, – there was a guy, I think, that got hit with like five, $7,000 worth of ticket. And he's like, what, what's wow. the point of this? So they kill, they, they kill that industry. It's out there, but the, the progression of that has slowed down massively because of what they did there. Yeah. You know? Um, Going back to 3D printing for a minute, mm-hmm. the Ruger LCP mm-hmm. and what is it? The LCR, the revolver. Okay. Mm-hmm. Both those guns were designed in 3D models, printed in plastic. They printed three copies of them mm-hmm. and they were passed around Ruger for everybody to do. see, feel, touch, handle made some changes. Then they sent them up to Pine Tree Casting, the, the 3D models. They printed them in low-melt plastic, cast all the parts that they could cast, made the springs, and built the first three or four guns mm-hmm. with no machining at all. They were rough and everything else. Mm-hmm. Um, I just happened to... Uh, the, one of the engineers up there I worked with at Interarms in the 90s, mm-hmm. and I had been talking to him, and he's like, oh, my God, it is so cool. You've got to look at this stuff. Mm-hmm. And this was, 
when did those guns come out? The LCP. Well, one yeah. thing I'll tell you before before they well before they three D printed it, the LCP they basically scanned um, a Caltech uh, P three AT. But you, know, <laughs> you left that out of your story. Yeah. <laughs> but yes, uh, when did the LCP? When did the first? Because they're on Gen two now. Which, by the way, yeah. they made a gen, they made a better version. <laughs> they improved it. If we didn't get a better version from Caltech, that really is yeah. annoying. But um, yeah, I think we're in Gen two. Someone tell us when the LCP first came out. Let me see. I'm gonna guess LCP is like what was that? Like 2012, 2013. I don't know. Someone, let's see. Let's see what the answer is. Right? It's it, yeah. It's in the 2000s, right? Yeah, it has to be. Yeah. Because that engineer died about, I think he died about five years ago. Oh, wow. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. yeah. But he yeah, the, the, this technology is coming along fast. Now we've got, um, there's Inconel. We've got people 3D printing uh, suppressors and things like that, parts. And it is, it's a great way for you to make something, even if it doesn't last that long. You can you can rapid prototype, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Is, is the you way know. to look at it. So. I think and my mom, mm -hmm. uh, my mom's a goldsmith mm -hmm. and she, they've moved into an old folks home and she gave up her studio Okay. and she's, you know, all bummed out and mm -hmm. she wants to design. And I said, so design, mm -hmm. I said, we'll look around, we'll get you the right design program. They've got ones for artists that are real easy to do, mm -hmm. get a 3d printer, and and I talked Mixed to her. Uh, yeah. yeah, I talked to her caster, which she used a lot. And her caster said, "Oh, you don't need a three D printer unless you just want to look at it first. Right. They said, "Just send us the file, and we'll print it and cast it and polish it and send it to you." Oh, cool! If your mom's bit wants something to keep her busy, uh, I need a lot loud chain <laughs> in gold. And if, if you guys don't know, Lot Lal is Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded, which is the name of this channel. So, it'd be, I'm just saying. <laughs> That's that would awesome. Be, so, yeah. the LCP was, first came out in 2008. Okay. 2008, wow. 2008, yeah. 12 so, years ago. Um, yeah, yeah, 12. And then, so, the, so LCP2 was, what, last year or two years ago? I think maybe like two, probably two years ago, something like that, you know. But yes, we're getting a lot of we're, a lot of stuff is speeding up because of that. But if they if these guys get their way, man, it's going to be very difficult for anyone to even get a printer because how how are they going to exactly figure out what you're making with your printer? Right. How are they going to know this? So the next I thing can't. you know, your printer starts ratting on you. This is what they this is what they did with the drones. I don't know if people realize this. Eventually, the drone manufacturers were volunteering for the drone to track where you were flying, though. And that's going. Wow. I know Flying Rich says he has a drone license, so he could like either confirm or deny what I'm saying. But there are some there. There's drones tracking, you know, and and the the drones are limiting people by GPS and stuff like that of where they could fly and what they could do. Once you start complying with this with this nonsense, you 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 basically inhibit your own industry that you're in. Mm -hmm. You know, so um, yeah. Uh, motorboater says I'll yeah a motorboater chain. I don't know if that's I'll send you a motorboater chain. So there. 
you know, there you go. Yes. I have a, by the way, so this is completely aside. I can share, so the Lot Lao logo that we have right now is just, you know, Lot Lao spelled out. L-O-T, you know, L-A-L. So um, I, I actually designed a new one. I'll share it with you guys if you want to see this. And I'll see who can pick up on what the inspiration of this. It's not up on Ballistic Ink yet. If you go to, you know, go to Ballistic Ink if you want to see our stuff. But I will go to my phone and share this with you guys. And I don't know if, whether or not you can see this, Sam. Um, but let me put it up here for the people. Boom. There's the coming Lotlau T-shirt. Who can see that out there? I don't know if you guys can see that or not out there. I'll leave it up for a little while. If you're looking, tell me what you think. Tell me what you think inspires this. Let's see. I'll go in. I'll go in close for you and give you a little. Take a look at that. What do you think this is inspired by? Uh, Sam, can you see that at all? I don't know if you can see it at all. I cannot. I um, cannot. So here, I'll hold. I'll hold this up to. Oh, there it is. To my camera, so you can see it right there. Um, so that's Lot Loud Lifestyles of the Locked and Loaded. I don't know. Let me see if I could. There you go. That get, that'll give you a clearer. Yep. There vision. you go. Oh man. Yeah. So what do you think that's inspired by for the folks out there? I'll I'll give everyone a couple of minutes while we're talking here to see if you could figure out what's the inspiration uh, behind that. Fentanyl. Let's, huh? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. <laughs> what? <laughs> It's like a Rorschach test for, for Rich. Crack. <laughs> figure out stuff. Okay, Chris Bullis says Magnum P.I. There you go. Johnny Kamikaze says Magnum P.I. So, yeah, it's, it's inspired by Magnum P.I. Here, I'll just show you guys here again. So it's inspired by Magnum P.I. So basically, that's the Ferrari, the 380 that Magnum P.I. has. Yeah. You can Magnum PI is actually in there. There's a scene from the opening of Magnum PI in there. There's actually a 1911, the same uh he used a Colt. What was it? A Colt uh what was it? Was it a Colt's government something? That's in government there. Government model, I think. Yeah. And then the Lotlal itself, so this is the Boog Lotlal. So that's a Hawaiian pattern inside the lettering. But that's the same kind of Hawaiian pattern that Magnum PI wore on his shirts in the show. If you ever watch, Matt, it's, it, that was one of my favorite shows growing up. I'm sorry. I love Magnum P.I. Yeah. You, you weren't American and you weren't. Yeah. If you didn't like Magnum P.I. Yeah. It just, yep. it, it had all the stuff. <laughs> Badass dude, drove yep. a Ferrari, lived in Hawaii, beautiful women. <laughs> yeah. He had a big mustache. <laughs> he kicked asses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What more? You know, he had buddies. It was it was awesome. I love that show. I love that show. So, um, so there you go. Uh, yeah. So, imposter says Magnum PI meets Boogaloo. Yeah. Uh, and James Miller says, actually, I guess it was Robin Masters Ferrari. Yes. That's true. That's true. Who is actually yeah. Higgins? What more is? What's better, man? Like, why have your own Ferrari when you can have someone else's? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. It's beats like that. a boat. Why have your own when you yeah. can use somebody else's? Yeah. You know, he had Robin Masters Mansion. Might as well have the Ferrari. So anyway, so that's you guys got a sneak peek of that. That's not even. Uh, that's not even out yet. But I did. I did the design. For that, put that together. So hopefully you guys will see that and you'll get up on Lot Lao and you'll know what it is. We got to get the Lot Lao movement going. 
So this is your chance right now. We're going to discontinue the shirts that are in um, that are on Ballistic Ink. Those are just the it just has plain lettering. And what I'm doing is I'm going to keep building it and keep changing it. So if you want to get the classic, you got to get those before we discontinue it. I mean, I'm not trying to make anyone buy anything, but you know. I am actually. So whatever. it's like Coke and new Coke. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring this shirt out and it'll flop. So yeah. you bring back the original. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> I, was, I sell, it. I sell maybe one shirt a week. <laughs> yeah. So it's all good. So, um, and Len Holt says now he's all about reverse mortgages. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> you can't be a hundred percent perfect. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so there it goes. Um, all right, so okay, we had a little distraction there. Let's see what other any other new stuff going on. Maybe Rich, you got some things on the news that you've been paying attention to. Um, you know, just the uh, peaceful protests. Oh you know. right, right. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm, I'm just waiting for the government to just say, you know, well, what I want them to do is mm-hmm. go surround all the the rioters with. Uh, just go surround them with belt feds and uh, flamethrowers. Mm-hmm. Just light them up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Don't mind how you feel about this at all. Yeah. You yeah. Know. But it is getting crazy out there. I mean, we're going from from things happening that maybe people, you know, I, I don't know, man. Every whenever these things happen, I first of all, I don't trust what the media is saying. No. Right. The media is obviously just trying to gin up everything and make it worse. And I think when we look at it, we may see details that were like, hey, you know, this is not cool. Uh, we don't like this thing or that thing. But I think that the end result of like destroying your own towns and cities and things like that and burning them down, like I'm seeing, you know, there was a church that was on fire and it had a big sign out there saying Black Lives Matter. They're burning the church. Yep. Obviously a black church burning it down. Yep. You know, so... Um, at some point here, we have to stop that, but the people have to be able to defend themselves. And, you know, th- this is really what it comes down to. If the people in these places, that these are, their, these are their towns, these are their cities, and they might be upset about something happening, but they don't want to destroy where they live, what can they really do? Especially when you see we've got, um, like, uh, Antifa, Black Lives Matter, going in there and... Uh, you know, backing up and instigating a lot of this uh, rioting and looting, right? And uh, yep. and picking fights with people there that want to defend those places. So, you know. You know. Um, yeah. So, uh, are you looking at any of this, Sam? Oh, yeah, man. Can't, can't, can't avoid it. You mm-hmm. know, you... you uh... We, I, I think we're approaching a seminal moment in our, in, in at least in our generation, mm-hmm. where uh, the admonition from our founding fathers that that uh, you know freedom is something that you have to fight for, you have to strive for, and yeah. mm-hmm. and um, and then the the admonitions from from those who studied for a long time and understood that there were people in this world who don't like us, mm-hmm. our form of government. Um, they will do everything they can to destroy our economy and our form of government. Mm-hmm. They will. They are against capitalism. They are against our republican form of democracy, uh, rep- with representation, and where we, the people, mm-hmm. are the ones who are in charge. Uh, the, it, it's abhorrent to them, mm-hmm. and they have finally, 
you know, the, the stars and the moon and the, uh, the planets all lined up with a, in a perfect storm. You know, we have two hurricanes yeah. down in the Gulf. It was like five hurricanes got together and, and hit America all at the same time when we got COVID, which gave the hard left an opportunity and the government to, to, to mm-hmm. exert it. We had the, the, um, the police shootings that instigated the, um, that gave rise to the anti-law enforcement movement and all of the people that have been following that. Mm-hmm. We've seen the, the riots in, to take over individual cities and communities and now the threat to go into uh, r- urban and uh, rural and suburban America. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we've got to say enough is enough. We've got yeah. to say we've got to be prepared to protect ourselves, protect our homes and our families. And, and and there comes a point in time where you have to draw the line in the sand and say, I'm not going to kneel for the national anthem. I'm going to fight. Mm-hmm. I'm going to you're gonna argue your point, and I'm going to say that you're wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do to change my mind. Mm-hmm. And yeah. if, if you want to fight, it's called the ballot box. It's called an election. Let's fight. Yeah. Okay. We're going to fight hard to support those people who are fighting for to, to uh, freedom and to preserve liberty and to preserve our form of government and our economy. And you guys fight for your Marxist, leftist, Leninist dogma. And you know what? I, I, I'm here to, to call uh, call it what it is. Those groups are are organized by very efficient, well trained operatives. Yeah. The vast majority of the people we see running up and down those streets carrying flares and throwing tear gas and wearing masks and throwing Molotov cocktails are what are considered useful idiots. They're there in order to help move forward this agenda of disrupting America. Right now, the Kremlin and, 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 and Beijing are dancing in their boots that there is this mm-hmm. turmoil in America. But we're stronger than this. And, and, and the fabric of America, those of us who believe in our constitution um, um, and, and our form of government and that we have been blessed amongst, uh, uh, above all people uh, throughout the, the, the creation of this earth to, to live in a free country. When we all have had it up to here and say, enough is enough, mm-hmm. that's, and we all stand up together the other side will be shown for what it is, a very small segment of very vocal left, hard left uh, minority of people, and 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 we will restore things. So, yeah, we're seeing it here in California. Yeah. You're not seeing California. Mm-hmm. We've, we've got our left-wing crazies. Um, unfortunately, we've elected them here, mm-hmm. and, and they, they were the legislature. So, yeah, yeah it's... Yeah. I uh, I agree with everything you said. I think, though, from the beginning of the elections, from election night, we've kind of had this insurgency like we've probably never seen. I mean, even, yeah. you know, there were, there were a lot of us that didn't support Obama when he was president for eight years, but nothing like this ever, you know. No. The, the kind of rhetoric. He was still and things the president. Yeah, the things that were going on out there was insane. Um, and and yeah. now the things that you see, that the, the things that they say about the president, things... The, the the way that they treat the news and all that kind of stuff, the way they go after uh, people in his family, it's it, it they're breaking their own rules. <laughs> yeah, you know. Right. So I think that that is 
along with everything else you said, that's a part of it, that there's lots of people out there, whether you agree or not with the presidency, there's a lot of people out there that are feeling all those pressures come together and creating that perfect storm and thinking somehow someone who's been president for four years and the entire time has had to deal with all of this. And before that, the things that, that were done that that person has to do with all your problems that you have, you know, that you're that you've that you feel has been going on for a long time. It's not that person. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, I think I think people really need to learn how to separate it. But yes, ultimately, Sam, I think you're right. We're going to come to a point where, you know, all the voting is done, you know, yep. all the arguing and conversations and all that's done. And people just are going to have to make decisions about whether or not they're going to accept things. Yeah. You're right. You know, yeah. Do you... Um, um, Tom Selleck movie down in in in, uh, Quigley, in Australia. Quigley down uh, under. Quigley down under. In the last scene, when the, the the British troops came in to arrest Quigley for dealing with the bad guys, and all of the uh, um, Aborigines yep. showed up, lined up all the way around the entire valley there, mm-hmm. and. The rabble rousers, who in this case were the the, the British mm-hmm. and the the, uh, the the folks there, looked around and said, "Well, this is not a situation that we are going to survive, so we're just going to mosey on down <laughs> the road." Right, and exactly. That is when these things happen. We have to get every law-abiding citizen. If we all were organized enough and had the the, the gumption to surround these communities and let them see what it yeah. is that they have to face. They will be the cowards that they are, and they will shut up and go away. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, and I, I, I look forward to that time. I will be yeah. standing shoulder to shoulder. I know you guys will be there. Yeah. I agree with that. I would like to see the, the, the folks out there in those cities start. I think they have the ability to start that, right? Because everyone, like I've said it many times, I think like, this all starts at home, you know. You need to start yeah. with yourself and those around you and be prepared. It makes no sense to to leave where you are and go somewhere else to fight someone else's battles and they themselves don't want to do it. But yes, if I think that if the if there's good folks over there that have had enough of this in the places where this is still happening and they go, "Listen, we're done with this. This is over. From right now we're yeah. going to you know, we're going to close this down. These guys want to come through here, we're going to say no." The police refuse to uh, protect us because guess who they're taking orders from? Whoever's leading those cities. All these cities are yep. leftist, Democrat-run, liberal cities. The police are taking orders from those guys to stand back and let everything get burned down. So mm-hmm. if you don't stand up and do that, then the rest of us, you know, us leaving where we are and coming and fighting for you, I don't know what how much sense it makes. But I do agree with you, Sam. If those people started doing that then the rest of us yep. would go, yeah, okay, if you you need our help, we're on the way. We're there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I would like to see that, you know. I would really like to see the people in these places say, we've had enough of this, we can't, because it's going to be unrecoverable. Yeah. yeah. You know, there's a point yeah. where you're not coming back from that, and even if you think that somehow the government's going to um, step in and bail you out, 
the government's never going to bail you out. Where's that coming from? Like, even if money got taken from someone and sent over there, those guys are just eagerly waiting for that money to come in for them to misappropriate it. You know, mm-hmm. you're you're still going to be in that situation, and you're not going to recover. So, um, Hank, I want want I want people to understand that we are not calling for um, armed rebellion. That's not what we're calling for here. We're calling for Americans to stand up for what's right, and and if. If it requires uh, carrying a firearm to protect yourself, that's that's one thing. But we are not calling for an assault of these people. We're calling for people to let their voices be heard and sometimes with their own presence so that they see the masses of people that are on our side mm-hmm. versus the small group of people yeah. that are on their side. Parents who allow their kids to go out and run in the streets at night, shame on you. Be parents. You, you're yeah. you're 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 allowing your kids to go into dangerous situations. These people are now shooting each other, and 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 uh, you you need to take take responsibility for that. Yeah, I'd like um, to see the reality of that. I would like to know how many parents. I um yeah, that's not going to happen. If I realize my yeah. kids were somewhere doing that, I'm going to go get their asses. Yeah, you know. So and they're going to get a good yeah good well deserved beating yeah i i would contend that there's a lot of kids out there doing this stuff that are either not kids or kids that are disconnected somehow from their parents you know and there's someone maybe funding this because i don't know who loves their kids that they're going to put them out there in these situations and encourage them to uh to do to do stuff like this protesting is one thing take political action that's one thing deciding to do something and taking responsibility uh, for the places that you live and what's happening or fixing the problems, that's one thing. But when you decide to go around destroying everything, burning everything down, robbing people, assaulting people, we're, we're in a completely different zone. And yeah, anyone yeah. who cares about their, par- about their kids is not actually allowing that. Mm-mm. You know? Um, and of course, you've got some kids that feel like, hey, we're adults and we could do whatever we want to do. <laughs> when it when it comes to my family, I'm a dictator. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, there is no such thing. Like my, my older son is twenty one. He keeps asking me when he could get a um when he can get a piercing and I'm like, When when you when pay you all your out. bills. Yeah. <laughs> when you pay all your bills, you'll do that. But right now I'm saying no. He's like, Well, I'm an adult. Eh, I don't think so. Legally, <laughs> technically. You like living here? Yeah, you know. Um so, and I think that that's just because I care, right? Ultimately, um, yeah, ultimately it's not, that's not a big deal. The, the piercing thing's not a big deal to me, but these are going to always be my kids, yeah. you know? Yeah. And um, of course they, they're growing up and becoming their own people, but the idea that there's really people out there that love their children and they're okay with their children getting involved in this, I don't know. That's got to be a small percentage of people that really feel that way. That's got to be yep. the people who would leave their kids with Michael Jackson for a weekend. Mm-hmm. You know? So, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, so it's, uh, what was the one kid that, uh, what's that, what's grandma? that? I'm sorry, what was that, I, Sam? I'm not going to comment on that. You're going to? I'm not, I'm not. That's that with a ten foot pole. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, Rich. <laughs> you know, what was that one that one kid uh had the, the fake bulletproof vest that his grandma bought him? 
Oh no, I didn't hear about this. And yeah, it was uh, what a couple of weeks ago or something, month ago. Really? And she she bought it for him, you know, to to wear at the protests. Mm-hmm. Well, then she saw a video of him beating somebody up or something, and she called the cops and turned his ass in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah. And she said, I got the receipt for the for the vest right here. <laughs> okay, you need to send me a link to that. <laughs> yeah. I'll see if I can find it. Yeah. Um, but that's what I think. I think once parents out there realize what's actually happening with their kids and what they're up to, they're going to go, yeah, there's no way. You know, this is yeah. not this is not going to happen like that. So um, let's see. What other things are going on out there? What are the folks out there... Um, you know, what are the folks out there talking about? Um, let's see here. Sam, do you have any uh, other California stuff that maybe we didn't yeah. cover? One, um, I just want to touch on this real quickly. Not only the magazine ban lawsuit we have going on, we also have uh, Rody versus Becerra. Here in California, if you can believe it, you have to register and go through a background check to buy ammunition. And if you have not purchased a firearm and you are not on the state automated firearm system list, um, you either have to have a, uh, a, a live scan done and, um, and, and, and pay like $19 each time you buy ammunition. What's a, what's a live scan? Well, the live scan is, it, that's the electronic oh. fingerprints. Okay. They, they. Roll fingerprints and and um, um, and 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 that that only works for one one time purchase. Every time you buy, you have to pay an extra nineteen dollars to go through that thing. Um, if you don't have a, a a real ID, California driver's license, or you don't have a valid passport or or a certified and stamped birth certificate, uh, that you don't have the kind of uh, identification. The system is so jacked up that um, the, the law was put into place by Gunmageddon and, and uh, Proposition 63, requiring background checks. Um, having, you can only buy ammunition from a licensed California ammunition vendor. You cannot uh, have it delivered via uh, um, a mail order. Uh, you cannot drive to Nevada or Arizona or Oregon or anywhere else and buy ammunition and bring it into the state. Uh, it, you have to buy it and go through this background check system. So the attorney general touted that in the first several months of the operation of this law, there were, they did over 300,000 background checks for ammunition purchases. Mm-hmm. And he was touting that that uh, they, they stopped 750 bad people, people who should not be able to buy ammunition from buying ammunition, people who were actually criminally uh, they thought were were ineligible to buy ammunition. Three hundred thousand seven hundred fifty, they stopped. Mm-hmm. But what he didn't say is that out of the three hundred thousand, one hundred thousand of them who were law-abiding citizens who had no 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 crimes in their background, no disqualifiers, were also not able to buy ammunition because the system is so stupid that it cannot tell the difference between. On your identification, A V E N U E or A V E period or A B. It doesn't know that all three of those things mean avenue. Mm. So if you, the record that they have at the Department of Justice 
does not match the record that, that is on your driver's license or your 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 uh, birth certificate or your um, um, passport, if it's not exactly the same, it, uh, it kicks it back. Yeah, you're an eligible purpose purchase. So, also, so basically, never, like, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. You've never registered, purchased a gun from a dealer in the state of California, mm -hmm. like a lot of people who own hundreds of guns, but they got them from their grandfather and their great father, and they've never needed to buy any guns. Mm -hmm. They already have 20 1911s, but they were all older, older models. Um, so they are not on the California firearms. Uh, yeah, uh, they're uh, just uh, trying list. to get ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're not on the list, there's no possible way for those people to legally buy ammunition in the state of California. Hmm. So, again, we took uh, the California Rifle and Pistol Association, our Flame On partners, took this case. Uh, they got uh, Kim Rohde, our six-time Olympic champion uh, medalist, uh, the most decorated shooting uh, uh, um, medalist in, 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 in the shooting sport uh, under the Olympics. She uh, agreed to file this lawsuit with CRPA and NRA funding and our support to overturn this law. And the judge Benitez, we took it to the same judge and he said, oh my gosh, this is even worse than the other one. Here you have people that the Department of Justice says are totally eligible to mm -hmm. buy ammunition, but there's no process, legal ability for them to buy it in, in the state of California. They can't buy it, so the judge says it's clearly unconstitutional, mm -hmm. and and uh, um, and and so he he issued a, a uh, an injunction on this one, um, mm -hmm. but immediately to the stay because it was going to the Ninth Circuit Court yeah. of Appeals. But Again. that but that disenfranchised a third of the people following their own rules. I don't agree with the rules yeah. at all. But a third of the yeah. people following their rules were disenfranchised by that. Um, and there's a couple of questions. Uh, I have one, but I'll ask ask motorboaters right now. He says, do you have to go through that system if you're buying the component? Starting next year, yes. Now, any precursor part that you buy, you have to go through a licensed precursor part dealer and and and, uh, and, and purchase um, your parts through one of these dealers. What a precursor part uh, is, is going to be established by the Department of Justice. It could go all the way down to springs and screws. So wow. if you do that, now there's a bill that's being considered in the legislature that will allow you to buy one precursor part every 30 days. <laughs> so it's going to take you several years to finish building your uh, your 80% lower uh, into a full, full. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. So it's nuts. Let me ask you this question. What do you have to do to vote in the state of California? To vote? Yeah. Up until election day itself, you can register to vote online, and a, a ballot will be mailed to your to your uh, to your location. Um, we still have some counties that have voting at the voting booth, where you go to a, a, a voting booth and you you vote. But we have had absentee ballot. Uh, voting in California for a long time. That is when you request a ballot to come to your home. What now is being considered is just sending everybody a ballot, eliminating all voting at the booth. And when you do that, uh, if you haven't cleaned out your, your voter registration 
uh, uh, lists. You're sending them to people who are no longer residing at those addresses, people who have died, uh, people who have changed parties. So now you have a boatload of ballots that have been sent out that are not assigned to anybody. And there are people who make it their job to find out where those are so that they can fill them in and then submit them. So people who say, you know, voter fraud doesn't happen by that, prove it. You're, you're, you're well, just. What kind of what kind of ID do you have to show to vote in California? What kind of background checks are done for you to be able to vote in California? None. You can show up in your birthday suit and say, hi, my name is Sam Paredes and I want to vote. And uh, they will if, if you're going to the to the to the one of the few remaining ballot booths, they have to give you a license. You don't have to do anything to prove that you are a registered voter here in the state of California to get your ballot. Yeah. If you're registered, you don't have to prove that you are that person and you can you can get the ballot and vote on it. Yeah, um, that's insanity. People have to yeah. stand up to that because they're going to restrict yeah. your ability to defend yourself or to exercise your rights for, for sporting purposes, for hunting or whatever. But then anyone could go vote and then and then also unduly affect you know, affect you when they may not even be uh, a citizen or they might not even be in, in good standing. That's, uh, I don't know, that's that's totally upside down. Uh, Armament and Axis says that he was asking about buying reloading components. Um, are there any restrictions on that? I'm going to say this really quietly. There are no restrictions on reloading. <laughs> By all the reloaders, all of the primers, cases, powder, uh, um, and, and projectiles you want without control, and you can have them mail-ordered and delivered to your doorstep. They don't understand and know anything about reloading yet, so you can do it, do it with reckless abandon. Get as much as you need and more uh, right now before they learn about yeah. reloading and come after us. Who reloads. So yes. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's only a matter of time. Do you feel, you know, I often think about this, right? So if tell me if you can't answer this. You, you don't have to answer it. But do you feel there's someone out there that's a firearms or a Second Amendment expert that's advising these guys these days? Because it seems to me like they have some, their level of intelligence has gone up you know, in what they're going after. And it makes me feel like there's someone out there pointing them in directions of things. Well, I, 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 um, I know that there are, are former employees of departments of justice whose sole job was to work in their firearms units, dealing with not only the laws, but the all levels of, of, of firearms. And, and um, I have not heard of one of our folks going to the dark side mm -hmm. and and uh, revealing stuff I, it, it, that's not even necessary for them to, to to have this expertise they have so many people that are that are leaving uh, work with attorney generals and 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 gun control agencies of government that are going and taking that technology and the information that they have learned and they're 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 selling it to the highest bidder they're being consultants to the Brady bunch and to to you know uh 
uh, moms with with guns and and moms who cry about guns and mm -hmm. all of the various groups out there. Mm -hmm. There, there are definitely people with expertise that are providing them with a lot of this uh, the the new knowledge that they because these people don't know an AR or an AK from a hot rock. You know. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I feel like they don't, but I feel like they're being very systematic lately. And, and they're going after things that uh, maybe before we weren't seeing them doing that. So they've got some level of knowledge. And I don't think it's just someone sitting there looking at YouTube or and like, oh, we should go after, you know, we should go after that next. I really feel like there's someone out there saying, well, you know, they could do this. And it's only a matter of time before they go after things like reloading, right? This is why they yeah, want right. to go after machines and components and things like that. And then one day say... Even though everything they're doing, even though they're putting you through, making you jump through all these hoops to get ammo, when ultimately they're still going to have problems and criminals still aren't going to comply with that, right? Because um, criminals don't care what the laws are. They're going to say, well, you know what? Maybe this, this person reloaded something. And maybe we need to stop people from being able to manufacture the ammo on their own. Right. They're going to keep yeah. looking for different ways. I mean, I think we're getting higher taxes on ammo already. Right. In, in places like California. So, um, yeah. Yeah. There's nothing that's safe here from these guys, at least uh, not permanently. 100 percent. You're absolutely correct. And, and for any of you folks who are out there thinking now they're not going to get my stuff. I, I live in in, you know, a free state and all that uh, Wyoming or Montana or, or Idaho or or. or uh, yeah, Florida, you name it. Yeah, Florida, Florida, where we are, is not safe from this kind of crap. Yeah, yeah. There, there's no state that's immune from this, uh, especially if they do it federally and impose it on everyone. Mm -hmm. So that's why this is extremely important. Yeah. Um, so let's see. We got a couple of questions here. Let me try to get to this. Okay. So this one is from Armament and Axes. He says, "I spy an Uzi." So we'll go to Richard Hughes. Which, what am I saying, Richard Hughes? Hoffman. Hoffman. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, what are, what are people spying in the background over there? They're, they're spying uh, uh, one of my custom Uzis, my M16 with the integrally suppressed 22 long rifle upper. Nice, nice. And a uh, Sterling submachine gun. I like the, uh, the, is the barrel shroud on that Sterling. I like that perforated yeah. look. Perforated, yeah. Yeah, yeah, very sexy. And lots of freedom uh, machinery back there, too. Yeah. Lots of freedom tools. There's freedom machinery. Yeah, yeah. What, kind, what kind of tools do you have in the shop for what you do? What do you use the most? Uh, God, what do I use the most? Pro you know, probably one of a thousand different hand tools mm -hmm. that I use the most. But behind me is my uh, CNC lathe. Mm -hmm. Over there is my CNC mill. Oh, can you? Yeah, yeah right there in the yeah. back. Right there in the background, you can see my surface grinder. Yeah, all of those are machine the... guns, right? Machine guns back there. Machines. Oh, oh, there's, man. There's my... oh, look at that! Oh, this is even more machinery we don't get to see. Yep. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So everything, everything is a everything's a machine gun with you, right? Yeah. Everything. Yeah. All right. If awesome. it's not full auto, it's not fun. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and and the government awesome. was stupid enough to give me all the right licenses. So, you know. 
Yeah. That's on them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's see. Uh, Kermit Loves Bacon says, does Sam have a small pistol primer hookup? Sold out everywhere I've looked. So that's a good question. Sam, Sam? Yeah. Um, probably the, the, the best place to get the, the small pistol primers is to keep checking with uh, um, Midway USA and Brownells um, and um, uh, any of the, you know, Sportsman's Guide. Mm-hmm. They are very large mail order houses and they're yeah. going to get the first supplies that come from the manufacturers. You know, when they manufacture a lot, okay, we're going to manufacture uh, 10 million rounds. Immediately, the first million go to Midway USA and Brownells mm-hmm. and the, the, the top mail order houses. The biggest, biggest buyers. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I would keep an eye on that. Right now, everybody who I knew who squirreled their 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 primers and their, their components, um, they they cashed in on their investments and it made off very well. And now they're cash rich and, and component poor. So. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, you've 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 been dealing with the industry for a while, Sam. I'm going to assume here. Uh, what do you think about this ammo shortage from your point of view? What's going on here? How long do you think it's going to last? Like, what? Why are we in it? Well, I think that it that it is a recurrence of what happened um, earlier, several years ago, and and that people again return to the normal process of buying a box of ammunition, you know, a box of 22, a box of 45, or two boxes of nine millimeter, or even even 500 rounds, a case of, of nine millimeter. And for everything that's been going on, whether it was the virus or the riots in particular, people reverted to buying multiple cases instead of boxes at a time. And mm. that just totally throws a loop in, in the, um, the, the, the manufacturing and delivery uh, system that's in place, you know, they manufacture and deliver ammunition to the to the distributors who send them to the to the dealers, um, and they have this whole model that they've established, knowing that these small dealers sell one boxes at a time at this rate. We manufacture in order to provide at that rate. We know that the competitive shooters use this much, and da 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 da. da. And when people go from Instead of buying one box of 22, 50 rounds to four or five bricks or five, you know, 200 rounds of, of, of a 200 round Winchester white box, nine millimeter mm-hmm. to four cases, that completely disrupts everything. And I think that the manufacturers are, are manufacturing everything they can as fast as they can. And it is just being gobbled up. And it's going to take a little while for this this cycle to 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 go through and it normalizes again and maybe it's going to normalize that people are no longer going to be buying boxes of 50 and we're going to see cases of ammunition showing up at our gun dealers and that's the way we're going to be used to buying it yeah um yeah that makes me happy if people are buying cases of ammunition and hopefully that means that they're training and Mm -hmm. and they're shooting Mm -hmm. um and and that that's a beautiful thing um yeah because how many pieces of ammunition can you fit in your garage before you filled it up, you know? <laughs> it's a lot, but yeah. If you don't have cars, Maybe I should not. <laughs> don't start a challenge. Don't start a challenge out there. People do it. Rich, do you agree with that? What What are you seeing? And do you think, like lots of people saying that 
uh, companies are having a hard time getting the supplies and things like that from overseas. Are you seeing that, Rich? Yeah, I mean, um, like Sam said, you know, the companies just got overwhelmed. You know, they weren't prepared for it. Nobody was. And, you know, some of the companies, people have said, oh, well, just set up a new line. Mm-hmm. You know, well, a new line, if you have room to do it, mm-hmm. a new line is a million dollars to get just to get the equipment. Mm-hmm. Then you got to get it all dialed in and running. You know, it's going to take a couple of months. Um, you know, and then is it going to be profitable? You know, if Sam is right and people are buying cases of ammunition from now on instead of a box, yeah, adding a new light line would be profitable for yeah. ammunition manufacturers. Yeah. If, it's if it goes solid. back to the way it was, yeah. where people are just buying a box of ammunition, they just spent a lot of money for nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, the manufacturers I've talked to are running 24 seven. Um, mm-hmm. You know, some of the manufacturers were running two shifts. You know, now they're running 24 mm-hmm. 7. You know, they've added another shift or two to, you know, so they're constantly running. Yeah. How, um, far, how far behind do you guys think they are? Are there a couple? Because I'm hearing a couple of weeks. What do you guys think? Is it more than that? Uh, uh, it's, it's more than that. Okay. It's going to be after the first of the year. Mm hmm. I've been told by a couple of manufacturers that I know before we see anything uh, going into stores. No, no, they're they're okay. you know they've said we're constantly shipping. Okay, mm-hmm. you know you're not seeing it, but we're constantly. Yeah. I mean, shipping. I'm hearing that they're a few weeks behind. So, like, if they're manufacturing, if they're starting now, it's going to take a couple of weeks. Then it shows up, but that all gets eaten up versus before. Right. Things would build up there to a certain extent. And then like Sam was saying, you know, people aren't, they're not ordering that much because they're not expecting this volume. But from what I'm hearing, they're a few weeks behind just starting from scratch right now, production on let's say 223, you know, and then that takes a couple of weeks before it gets in. But when it gets in, in a lot of cases, it's already gone. Yeah. 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 It's Um, one day. Yeah. 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 yeah, you know, I've been told by the the people that I know in the ammo industry mm-hmm. that it won't be back to normal where you can walk in and buy whatever ammo you want mm-hmm. until after the first of the year. After the first, okay. Yeah, yeah. What do you what do you think about that, Sam? You agree with that? I tend to agree. One of my very very good friends, Chris Pusey, who owns Foothill Ammo, it's just an ammo shop in El Dorado County. And mm-hmm. I talked to him the other day, checked to see how he's doing. He says, man, my shop has been closed because we sold out. There's, mm-hmm. there's nothing to sell. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're, the ammunition is coming in and, spur- you know, he's yeah. got orders that, that are filled or partially filled. And, and like Richard said, they, it comes in, phew, it's already gone. You know, he's mm-hmm. taking orders. For, dealers are taking orders for people to say, okay, this is on back order. When it comes in, call me. Here I'm paying for it when it got mm-hmm. sold. Yeah. So when the was hitting the, the box, it's already sold, and it's going to take a while. I, I I totally agree with with Richard that it's for for us to take this giant whipsaw and flatten it out back to normal. It's mm-hmm. going to take a while. It's continue to bounce up and down until it it, it comes to yeah. some normality. Uh, yeah. but, but that's how that's how how intense 
this hit on, on ammunition purchases was we have 5 million brand new gun owners mm -hmm. nationwide. Mm -hmm. And you drop five in a couple of months, yeah. you drop that many new people buying it's ammunition. Massive. That alone yeah. caused a yeah. change in the, and, in, the, in the manufacturing. Yeah, and just to go to something you just said, Sam, and, and you guys could tell me, this is all informal. Like when I drive around here, I'm looking at the stores, and I've started to notice that not permanently, but certain days, stores that were open before are not even open. I think because mm -hmm. of what you're saying, they don't have anything to sell. So why yeah. open the doors and have employees in there when there's nothing in, you know, when there's nothing in the store? Have you guys seen it? I'm seeing that in, in my part of Florida. Are you guys seeing that at all? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, uh, we, you know, gun sales have been <clears throat> since the beginning of the, of the, the, the Rona deal. Um, gun sales have been off the hook here. Mm -hmm. Gun dealers in California have had the best year ever in the first six or seven months of the year. And, yep. and they are, and, and now they're taking orders for guns that they're not going to be able to deliver for four five and six months, mm -hmm. you know, and that's the way it is. They, they don't have anything on the shelves anymore. Yeah. I mean, if somebody wants to buy a 475 line ball or something like that, the revolver, which yeah. very few can shoot, yeah. uh, then maybe you'll find one for $6,000. But mm -hmm. uh, other than that, for a $10,000 shotgun, um, all of your your um, your Ruger revolvers, your your Smith & Wesson uh, semi-autos, all of the all of the Glocks, the the Sigs, the 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 HDs, they're they're all back ordered now, and and people are waiting to to buy them mm -hmm. and. Uh, yeah, and and know the manufacturer. We we used to have a deal with with. We have had wonderful success with Springfield. They have been super supportive of what we've been doing here in, in the state of California. Okay. but they've had to end their 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 program with that they have with charitable charitable groups like us because their demand is so intense. They cannot give anything away, donate anything away. Mm -hmm. yep. They've got to take customers first and they're doing that in, in, in very very diligently and and we support them so uh yeah we know what's happening Springfield isn't the only one we know that smith i mean the only one that's crazy is is remington here they've gone bankrupt at at at, at the best selling time for firearms in the history of, of california yeah. over the last yeah year. i think that's a one-two blow from some of the moves they made and then also people people making uh moves against them uh so we are overnight the nine o'clock hour here but i do want to touch on this before uh we we get out i hope i hope and pray that those five million new because those are new uh gun gun owners out there according to the nssf that i mentioned at the beginning of the show I hope those folks are thinking about what is allowing them to even own guns in America, right? And yeah. and realize that that's coming under attack. And, and part of what they're looking to do, if you can't buy enough ammo, you can't buy any more guns right now, you need to support organizations out there like uh, Gun Owners of California, Gun Owners of America. There's lots of Second Amendment Foundation, whatever. It doesn't matter to me. You need to support organizations out there. Maybe do some research and make sure that that's a functioning organization, um, which a lot of these guys are. But you need to support this, and then you also need to get out there and vote, but vote paying attention to who you're voting for and whether or not they're saying they want to take those guns away from you. Yeah. What, what do you say about that, Sam? 
Uh, well, first of all, we want to invite anybody who, who wants to be in the fight and try to put out the fire out here in California before it spreads into a wildland fire across the country. Uh, you can go to our website at www.gunownersca.com. Uh, um, we've been getting members from across the country that have been interested in helping us fight these lawsuits here that will eventually help in states across the country. Um, we, we need your support. You know, typically, um, we have fundraising events uh, in, in order to raise money to, to be involved in, in, in uh, lobbying elections and, and in the courts. Uh, but because of the coronavirus, the, we we haven't had but one event this entire year, and that typically makes up about half of our revenue. So, thankfully, because of of, of shows like like yours, Hank, and 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 a couple of others that have allowed us to take the message out uh, on on the internet and and mostly through YouTube, uh, we've been able to raise the resources that we need to stay engaged in the courts, to stay engaged in the legislature and to prepare for this upcoming election. But we need your continued support. Uh, just because you're at home, hey, if you can't send $25, uh, send 10. If you can't send 10, send five, everything that you dedicate. The box of a cost of ammo is all that we ask to, to, to be involved, whether it's with Gun Owners of California, which we invite you to do, Gun Owners of America, which is our national organization, or Gun Owners Foundation, if you want that tax credit. Uh -huh. Everybody has member of the National Rifle Association. Our partners here, uh, uh, here in the state of California, Cal California, we're rifle and pistols. So we're all fighting. Mm -hmm. Pick a group. Make sure that they're doing what you want to be done. Dedicate whatever resources you can. Remember, the other side, their vocation and their avocation is to gain power to deny us our Second Amendment rights. That's what they live for. That's what they eat, sleep, and drink. We enjoy our families, our churches, our jobs, our vacations, our hobbies, our guns, for fun and pleasure. That leaves very little time to being involved in political action. The other side spends 100% of their lives in political action. We need to dedicate, because there's far more of us, a little bit of our time to political action so that we can fight and defeat this scourge that is against everything that is right and righteous in this country. Those who would destroy our constitution, destroy our, our capitalist economy, and would destroy our Republican form of government. And and, and I challenge everybody to be in, involved. Hank, first, Richard, I love you, man. You, you, I have had plenty of opportunities to run to the bathroom because you were about to make me go pee, making me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you got some pampers on or something. <laughs> Depends. Depends. <laughs> God bless you and Thank Lola you. and the entire for being the voice and the light that allows information to be spread to people that need to hear it. And and everybody who hears it has to take this message that that they have to listen to this podcast over and over again. And my last thing is that I'll swap you a Cryptech Gun Owners of California <laughs> t-shirt or one of your 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 Aloha shirt. Uh, uh, Magnum PI themed oh, okay. theme shirts. Absolutely, fair deal. I love, yeah, I love it. Together, together we can win. Apart, it's going to be way harder. Absolutely. So God bless you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you too. Amen. I wholeheartedly agree yep. with you. Please go support. Uh, you know. Sam Paredes, uh, Gun Owners of California. If if so, anyone out there wants to reach you directly, Sam, what's the best way to do that? 
send me an email directly at S-A-M-P, that's Sierra Alpha Mike Papa, at gunownersca.com, G-U-N-O-W-N-E-R-S-C-A.com. That is my personal email. Drop me a line. I will respond. Um, uh, anybody has any questions, if you're coming to California to visit, if you're coming to California to live, and you need to know what the laws are or, you know, what to bring, what you got, how to bring what you got, give me a call, send me a, an email, and we'll help you all out here. Thank you for those of you that have helped us here in, in, in the fight. We're the remnant, um, but thank God we know we, there are supporters all the way down in Florida. And Richard, I don't even know where you are. Uh, Florida. He's but, in uh, space. He's in, in space. Florida. Yeah. yeah. In space. My, my, <laughs> well, take care of my, my son. His family there, they live in Orlando. Oh, cool. Um, oh, that's where I am. Yeah. So they, they, yeah. he keeps me up to speed on what's happening in the Sunshine State. So, oh, okay, very good. Uh, um, so let me do uh, this. I know some people are asking about stuff in California. Uh, because we're about yeah. to uh, come off the show, I would suggest you guys go back. Uh, Sam Paredes has covered all of that extensively. So, um, you know, just take the time to go back here in the show and you'll be able to see that. Some people asking about uh, Duncan uh, v. Becerra, etc. Uh, let me give, let me give uh, Richard Hoffman from BWE Firearms a chance to tell you guys, like, where can you follow, how can you follow him, support him, all of that. Richard, give us the skinny on that. Well, I don't like people following me, but, oh. you know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Okay, where can they so go you, to see you what you do? When we say we got your six, brother. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, I'm on uh, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, uh, all variations of BWE firearms, however they made me put it. Um, those are the three big ones that I do. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you can also reach me at Richard at BWEFirearms.com. That's my... Okay, awesome. I'll, I'll eventually answer that. Right. Okay, that works. That works. <laughs> so let me just uh, thank Harry's Holsters for sponsoring the podcast here. I want to tell everyone, go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list. If you need any uh, more info, hit us up. I am going to run in the end right now. Stay right there, guys. Um, make sure that you guys subscribe to the channel here. Ring the bell so you can be notified whenever we go live. We are going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on iTunes and any other place that you get your audio podcast from. Uh, you know, we really appreciate these gentlemen, Sam Paredes of Gun Owners of California, as well as Richard Hoffman from BWE Firearms for coming in here. Um, I do want to remind you guys, tomorrow on the show from 7 to 9 p.m. Eastern, we do have, um, we've got Pete Brownell joining us taking questions, hanging out with us the whole time. So, uh, you know, make sure you come back here and share that out there so we can have folks smash the thumbs ups on this whenever you're looking at it. Thanks so much. Uh, who wants to, who wants the final word here before we get out? Who wants the final word? Let's see. Sam, you go ahead. Stay engaged, be armed and informed. That's the way we're going to save America. God bless you guys. Amen. Love God you. bless you. Thank you. Amen. Get out of here. Love you too. See you guys. Peace.